rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Wait, 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 wait. Where am I? Oh, damn it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Trying to find the button. Can't find the button. That's what that's what she said. Right. All right, guys, guys, guys. Hello, hello. This is Tara Devlin. Yes, you could hear me tapping away. <laughs> JD. Tappity tap, 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 tap. So, uh, yeah, this is Tara Devlin. This. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Stop it. Stop it. I'm just looking at my hair. It needs. It's all messed up. All right, whatever. We we're keeping it real. Um, let's see. This is uh, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Thanks for hanging out. This is our regularly scheduled Friday evening get together. <clears throat> Thank you. Looks good. Sounds good. Thank you, Jim. Our um. Uh, we're getting the feedback. I'm just letting people know what I'm talking about. Um, we're getting, uh, I, you guys are the producers of the show. Tara Jr. Jr., the producer, is, he's in the bathroom right now. I shut the door. I, it's not completely shut. He'll be able to get out. So I'm hoping he stays in there for a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. Wait, I just heard something. Oh. Ray is hissing at the door. I think someone's out in the hall. Okay, um, listen, listen, listen. We meet here every Friday evening from 8.30-ish p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. If you can, uh, join us in the chat room. We're at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And if you can, become a patron. That will help keep the show going and growing at patreon.com slash Devlin. Also, please support our sponsors and um, like for... <laughs> our main sponsor APS radio news. We're also carried on that platform. If you go want to check it out because they have different um, shows over there, different points of view. And yeah, I think, you know, this is the best show on, on that channel. <laughs> uh, well, I think Robin is going to be there too. So I can't say that it's the best Robin and I have a, um, have a plan, Robin, Kincaid, and I, to make our own show. We just haven't gotten off our asses yet. I I, I guess it's a matter of time, you know. I got to do it. We just have to do it. We just have to pick a day and do it. We were thinking about doing it on Wednesday nights. Like, I know that we get together here on Wednesday nights sometimes for Tower Buster, but you guys let me know what you think. Maybe we were discussing doing a sort of... um Horn and Tara Buster simulcast on Wednesday nights and call it Ahead of the Curve Wednesdays or something like that. So uh, that, that might happen very soon. So Robin could do her show on what well, she'll, I mean, it would just be us merging our shows for that, for that evening. And then it's just a matter of, you know, we don't, everybody's busy too. So, but fighting fascism is a full time job. As you know, there's never a day off. I wish sometimes, you know, some people just don't pay attention and then they pay attention to life when, or not life, well, politics when, which is life really. Uh, they pay attention right before the election. And they, these are the people that irritate me because they're, they always are the one, they, they're the ones that get on um, 
you know, the panels on MSNBC or whatever and the, asking these low-information voters what they think. I'm tired of them. Look, why is my camera turning purple right before our eyes? I have no idea. I did order a new computer, so... <laughs> Look, it's so weird. It went it like went purple right as we were speaking. But it's okay as long as it sounds good. It's, you know, the the look or it doesn't really matter. It's better that it sounds good, I guess. I don't know. Let's see, it's back. Now it's back to normal. All right. Uh we got a lot of well, we do have some good news tonight and uh I wanted to discuss Alex Jones's texts. It's that's the good news for tonight. So I've been pressured in the past to include good news in the show. We don't want to make it all negative, but um, it's all it's okay. Not I'm not. Um, what do you call it? Uh, is this? I guess it's a Schadenfreude. How do you, however you pronounce it? Schadenfreude, fraud or fraud? Um, taking pleasure of the out of the from the misery of others. It's not that. It's that I I told you so, you know? We talk about this on the show all the time, that Republicans are sick. They are fundamentally sick. And this is that's the theme of tonight's show, which, you know, all day when I'm watching, this is what happens. I see what's going on. Yeah, I'm always take paying attention to what's happening and try to come up with a theme for tonight. But today, if... I guess it'll be the same for the next two years. The clown show is in full effect, but it's not a clown show. It's a terrifying clown show. This is the clown from your nightmares that we're witnessing in the house. That They are, just when you think that they couldn't get any worse, they surprise you. For example, wearing AR-15 pins on their lapels. They've. T- it's so fucked up these people are sick not only that that i mean the offensiveness the the offense of wearing a a a weapon of war on your fucking lapel and and then gleefully uh what's the guy's name he's uh the the dirtbag because I've, I've, I've also taken to, you know, I call Republicans Republicans. I might just go to the shorthand of filth, just call them filth, because that's what they are. They're not a political party anymore. They offer nothing. They, they hate America. They bring nothing to the table. And they are motivated purely out of whatever they can, whatever attention their antics get them on Fox News and um, triggering the libs, which is one and the same, I suppose. But, and, you know, as we say, if that's your motivation, if you're trig, if that's triggering the libs is what gets you uh, going, is that is that the, the reason for your policy is triggering your fellow Americans? Then you're fucking sick. Then you need. Then you have no business being in the halls of power, because I don't. When I see those uh, AR-15 buttons, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. But I think of my fellow Americans who have lost people to gun violence in this country. And these filthy filth, 
known as the Republican Party. They're basically spitting on their graves. They're dancing on their graves. They're rolling in blood money. And they're sticking it to the libs. And when I saw the, these, the filth wearing these pins, I thought, uh, the last time, you know, the, during Uvalde, the, when that, when the, one of the latest massacres, I mean, we've had so many more massacres since then, but that was one of the latest massacres of children in school, you know, school children, because that's what you do here in the United States as serfs and lords. You'd send your kids to school and you pray to God that they come home and not in a body bag for, because some fucking Republican armed kook turn them into red mist during school time. It's a, it's a, it is so vile. But during the Uvalde, um, you know, massacre, after the aftermath of the massacre, um, there was a lot of debate because the, the condition of the children who were decimated by, uh, by weapons of war and the people who had to go and clean up the mess, of course, and how children couldn't even be identified. They had to be identified by DNA or articles of clothing or any, anything other than what they were, their faces, you know, because uh, there were children that were literally decapitated and, ter- and completely pulverized by these weapons of war. And um, then there was a debate about we should release, just like in uh, Emmett Till, Emmett Till's mother released the picture, his, well, the photograph of him in his casket, and what, what, you know, his, the aftermath of being beaten to death. And then there were uh, debates, well, we should release the pictures, the photographs, why should a certain, why should just a tiny handful of people be traumatized for life? We built this. We should all share in the PTSD. What about the PTSD of the mothers and the fathers and the guardians of the children, the, the, the relatives, the friends who can, will never have another peaceful day the rest of their life in this sick country? And... And Republicans say they 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 love the baby though, right? They love the fetus. They love Jesus. They're all about life, right? With their AR-15 pins sticking it in the eyes of the parents. Hello, this is Tara Devlin. Wait a minute, I see Tara Jr. behind me. Jesus Christ. But, okay, don't get me started. Well, do get me started. Here comes my producer now. Shit. Where's he going? All right, I won't say his name. But you understand what I'm saying? Um, This is, well, whatever. I got to get it. Let me get it together here. Because this is the show that's going on Progressive Voices, and they don't know what I'm, (laughs) you know, whatever. I got to get more. You know, I got to do the cues better. So, um, yeah, welcome back. This is Tara Devil, an unapologetic liberal talk. And, okay, we're talking about the the filth, the filth party. Um, the gun, yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, the offense of wearing AR-15 pins and, and, and the like. 
Is it? I mean, I don't know. What do you, What do you guys think about that? It's just so disgusting. But worse than, I mean, the whole thing is disgusting. But what what is even more disgusting is the the indifference to other people's pain. You know, that's what gets me. That's what is so offensive here. That Republicans, I mean, the offense uh, is bottomless, really, because they're so full of shit. I really do wish they were, uh, you know, lovers of Jesus. I really do. I wish they were all about life. I do. Because we wouldn't, they wouldn't be walking around with AR-15 pins on, if that were the case. Oh, Jesus. Now we got, fucking cats can't even get along. Stop it. Who's fighting? I missed it. So, they don't listen to me anyway. Yeah. And Mark C. on the chat, the Republican Party, a.k.a. the American Nazi Party, is nothing more than a nihilistic cult. Yes, it is. That's right. That's right. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jim, for taking care of the troll in the chat room. And thank you, uh, Mark and Haiku, for being moderators in the in the Terrorbuster chat room. If you want to hang out, you know, we have, we have a zero policy, uh, a zero troll policy, you know. I, I don't need this shit. We had this discussion before. We've We've had some trolls. If you have something to say, that's one thing, but you could feel free to disagree, but try not if you can try not to be a, a a filth right just don't be filth and we'll hang out with you otherwise get a, get take a, take a hike you know there's plenty of places there's plenty of sewers for you to do the backstroke in where you're comfortable right because this is i mean this is what we have to deal with uh, i and the clown show well, it's it is what it is, right? It, two more years of this nonsense. I I sincerely hope that, um, you know, no one gets hurt. But I'm sure I'm gonna be wrong there. I'll be they'll they will surprise me. One of the things that the that the filth are working on in the in the house is uh they're they want guns everywhere now what this is madness it's absolute madness you can't bring a gun into a corporate office but they want to bring guns these fucking legends in their own minds they want to bring guns into the house of representatives into committee meetings you know these 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 kooks who post Video, anime videos of themselves murdering their colleagues, right? They want to bring guns into the House because it will trigger the Democrats. Now, guys, how much longer are we going to take it? Okay, I keep thinking this in general. Obviously, there's something very sick in this country, it's a disease, and but we don't have the we we don't have the corner market on sick people, you know. We just have a lot. Our sick people are very loud, and they have power, and that's the problem. See, there there are the, there's that certain amount of thir- of authoritarian followers, the thirty five percent authoritarian followers, and they're running rampant. 
We, I mean, there's so I, I could fix this country tomorrow, you know, by getting money out of politics, by re-regulating the media, you know, things like that. And, and uh, that would be these would all be uh, I mean, really, it is money in politics is what attracts the filth to government. And um, and the media is the, the corporate media is the problem that builds the silos of information where scum like perjury trader green and lauren banned for the bowling alley bobert and all them get their got their marching orders like for example you know just to kick us off to to an to a good start here on terror buster friday and while i'm digging this up i want to say thank you jim for your super chat howdy folks and cats howdy howdy jim Thank you so much, and thank you for doing double duty as a moderator. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you. It's only great because you guys are here. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Be well and continue to do great work, Tara. Thank you. Right back at you, Mark. I hope you're well. I'm really glad to see you. Thank you so much for for being a part of this community. I don't know where, you know, this is why I d built the show. So, you know, we have our our OG Tire Busters get together and, you know, we, I don't know. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Who says that? Doesn't that, uh, that Trump says that? It's a beautiful thing. Oh, I hate him. I can see he ruins everything. You can't even say it's a beautiful thing without thinking of uh, him the the pus let's see here's some uh, this is real here, here's some clips of uh perjury trader green who, who is the effective speaker of the house this is Marjorie Green. I am excited to talk to you guys today. I want to go through the entire story of everything that's been going on. Have you guys been following 4chan? Q, any of that stuff. Anybody? It's a story that if you were actually to write this in a book, um, honestly, I probably would it. quit reading the book because it's so unbelievable. It's an anonymous person. All right. So um, Q is a patriot. We know that for sure. It's not just Democrat and Republican left and right. You can dive down in that civil war into deeper levels where we have basically the deep state is fighting back against President Trump, his loyal, the loyal people in his administration, and the American people, okay? I mean, is it gonna be true that the child pedophilia and the elites in the Washington, D.C., is that what we're really gonna see come out? Is it true, is the type of corruption we're going to see come out, is it gonna be satanic worship that possibly <laughs> a, all these people are involved in? the Homeland Security Committee. And I've asked Will this before, the picture of Ruth Bader Gingrich walking through the airport. This woman has been drawn over for how many years? And all of a sudden, she's walking straight up right like it's a whole new it's person. Almost like Do a body double, like that Hillary is Clinton. Ruth. Yeah, like, like yes. a body double for Hillary Clinton. So it's body interesting. Yeah. So. I do not believe that was Ruth. No, I don't think so. There's possible satanic worship, and maybe that all these scary things that that people talk about on what's considered conspiracy th conspiracy 
Hold on. We're listening to Perjury Trader Green. Some of her greatest hits. And eh, why am I going down memory lane? Because this bitch is on the Homeland Security Committee. She's on some of the... Now, I don't know. What's the other one she's on? But the Homeland Security Committee is, you know, these are prestigious committees in the House. They are reserved for the most qualified members. Usually. You know, that's when the adults are in charge. Not when the when the filth, the the kooky filth are in charge. Conspiracy theories really may be true. Um, but that's that's what Q has been telling everyone. We had witnessed 9-11, right? We had witnessed 9-11, uh, the terrorist attack um, in New York and the plane that uh, crashed First in Pennsylvania. All, this is her show. She has a picture, a still picture of herself, and then she has herself. Because it's like, you know, a feedback loop of uh, cuckoo. And the so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. So-called odd. There's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon. But anyways, I won't, I'm not going to dive into the 9-11 conspiracy. Q is trying to tell people on these forums and 4chan, and he's trying to tell people the truth. And he does it through questions, asking questions, asking questions, and giving clues. And so it's basically, you know, you're yeah, going there's down. Nothing, there's nothing abnormal about that, right? It's... You're not a, a a dupe of some God knows what, some Russian troll, probably. Who knows? That's just normal, right? Q's a patriot. He gives you clues. He gives breadcrumbs. It's incredible. What? Well, who the fuck are you? You're Sherlock Holmes. If there was a really a problem, let me tell you. If there, if this was, if Q is real. You think that the government of the United States, if the government was this uh, evil entity that had control of everything and was in the midst of uh, pedophile rings and shit like that, you you don't think that they would move heaven and earth to to silence this Q asshole? To find who it is, but he could just sit there on 4chan and post. It's incredible. But this, you know, they 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 see conspiracies everywhere because they're fucked up. They're filth. They have no business being in the halls of power. They have no business. Who votes for them? This is the problem. We have to get to the point where it's not, um, oh... That's okay. You're a Republican. I'm a Democrat. We just have different opinions. No, no, no. This is past. Those days are over. Until you, until if and when the Republican Party is ever a normal party, if they ever become normal, that's going to take work. It takes work to change. It really does. And I know for as a, you know, in so, someone in recovery, you gotta commit to change, but first you gotta admit there's a problem. So they don't think there's a problem. They think that everybody else is the problem, and the and not just that, they are full of shit. They make everything up. 
So you can't, it's, you're not having a rational dialogue with people, with these, with this filth. You're not, I mean, there is, there is no getting through to them because they're not living in reality. And no matter what you say, I mean, this is what is so frustrating and, and so uh, crazy making is that they are trying, see, reality has a liberal bias, as we know, and they know they're a minority party. They know they're filth, but they, they are in, they're trying to manipulate and they're trying to, you know, manipulate reality to conform to their manias rather than get the help they desperately need. And that's what we see. What we've seen this in the past couple of days as the clips of perjury trader green on her committees are coming out. She's asking all kinds of cuckoo questions, you know, it's all there. She's mining the, the, the nooks and crannies of 4chan and bringing it into the Congress. Of course, they're going after trans people like, you know, that's there because they, they got nothing else. They got nothing, nothing but hate, nothing but fascism, burning books. Oh, yeah, they're all, they're outright calling for burning of books this happens periodically throughout uh throughout my time on this earth but they're it's ramping up they don't even realize they don't realize that i mean they're so fascist they don't realize it you know they just can't help it they, it comes out but perjury trader green she's sitting on these committees vomiting up her her insanity and all you could do there is sit there we all have to sit there and like and be respectful of this monstrosity it's about time it's an it's enough you know enough playing nice with these freaks they I, they need to go to jail these they're they're insurrectionists running around the halls of power and then you have Trump, who is, or he's, he's calling for violence, you know, because when they indict him for his myriad of crimes, for trying to overthrow the United States government, he wants more blood in the streets. He's calling for it already. Don't worry. This, we have to go through this, I believe, at this point, because, you know, we got to get rid of these people, you know, legally and peacefully, but you got to shake this shit out. And anybody who votes for them is part of the problem. It's not about being polite anymore. I mean, I'll be, I'll be polite, I suppose. I mean, I, it's not about being like, oh, well, you know, we just have different views. These people are unfit and anybody who votes for them is unfit. Who voted for uh, George Santos? Shame on, shame on them. They voted for George Santos because he had an R after his name. Now, shame on the damn Democrats for not doing any opposition research. I have no idea, but that's that's because the Democratic Party, I, I don't know, they're saying they, they didn't put money into the into these New York races. They were blindsided about, uh, you know, they thought 
because it was a plus 10 Biden district and all this. Who knows? But that's true. I don't know. I don't know. The Democrats have to, we got to fight them everywhere. You can't, because if you do not fight these freaks on all fronts, then whatever they're saying becomes, uh, it just lays there in the, in this, in the room like a rotten egg and it stinks up the place. It's like what, it's like the last show we were talking about the Republican attacks on Gigi Sloan, who's uh, Biden's pick for the FCC chair that's yet to be confirmed. And they're attacking her in all these disgusting homophobic ways. And the Democrats aren't pushing back, which in, is basically silence. It's a, a complicity of silence. And, uh, you know, if you don't push back, then the Republican narrative is the one that that takes hold. And we got to get to the point. I mean, I've been at the point, but get to the point where the, the, they're mocked. Being a Republican, it, like I say about Trump, in the, in the not-too-distant future, those who who voted for Trump, who supported Trump, will only speak of it in shamed whispers. Mark my words, that's going to happen. Same thing, it has to be with the Republicans. You know, see, Joe Biden has been crafty. He's, he's carved out the MAGA Republicans from the, you know, the normal ones but you know i i'm whatever okay i see the method to the madness there are there normal republicans we've been fighting these fuckers my entire life the the lies the uh you know if you have gay marriage next thing you're marrying dogs if you have medicare uh, next thing, it's socialism. You're wake up and you're you're you will wake up in a country that isn't free. And uh, yeah, we've been hearing this shit forever and ever. I mean, that, and for those who don't know, that's Ronald Reagan. They're Saint Ronald Reagan's famous uh, record. They released a record when uh, they were passing Medicaid or and Medicare, uh, where. Uh, Reagan warned that if we, if uh, the United States passed Medicare, then next thing you know, it would be the end of freedom. Hold on. All right, let's listen to more of this perjury trader. The rabbit hole. Really? You're following the white rabbit and you're figuring it out. I've got a question for you. Can you believe her? you see what she said? That Q gives you a little clues. And then next thing you know, you're following the white rabbit, which isn't that the story where, uh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, um, uh, what's his, you know, the guy who wrote, uh, now it's escaping me. Alice in Wonderland. Wasn't he tripping on mushrooms? Following the white rabbit, yes. How do you get avid gun owners and people that support the Second Amendment to give up their guns and go along with anti-gun legislation? Yes, Maybe Karen. you accomplish that by performing a mass shooting into a crowd 
that is very likely to be conservative, very likely to vote Republican, very likely to be Trump supporters, very likely to be pro-Second Amendment, and very likely to own guns. Is that what happened in Las Vegas? Is that why... um, the country music festival was targeted. I have yeah. a lot of questions about ask. that. I don't believe Keep Stephen asking. Paddock was a lone wolf. Ask those. I don't questions. believe that he pulled this off all by himself. They don't destabilized the Middle don't East. Don't believe anything. That's what happened. Okay, so that <laughs> that happened during just, Brock. Just believe the con man who received fewer votes. Believe a guy who sells you multi-level marketing vitamin scams. Believe the the guy with the fake university. You know, the guy that never did a goddamn thing in his useless, rotten life for another human being. But believe him. Believe that he's the man of the people. The one who wouldn't pay. He, w- he wouldn't pay his people. You know, he left. He, uh, he would uh, trick small business people into contracts in his tacky hotels. And then when they would fulfill the contract, they he'd say, ah... Fuck you. Sue me. Yeah, believe that guy. But don't but also believe whatever you see on the internet. And that makes you somebody that's worthy of a seat in Congress? That makes you somebody that Republicans vote for. They say send send this guy. Send perjury trader green to represent us. Of all the people in our community, we found the perfect representative. It's this woman here who used to be a serial adulterer slash CrossFit enthusiast and now who now got all her information off of 4chan. Send her because we have, I guess there has to be a level of self-loathing they hate themselves, just like Alex Jones. That's the other thing. We'll get to Alex Jones. We'll probably probably do that now. Because, you know, I say it all the time. Republicans, please get the help you need. You really do need help. This is the problem. They hate themselves. And instead of getting help, they inflict their manias on decent society. So the rest of us, you know... Not that every we we don't need. It's not that we don't also need help at times, but we're not afraid to ask for it, because that's what being a human being is all about. We're all interdependent. Sometimes you're up. Sometimes I'm down. Sometimes you're down. Sometimes I'm up. You know, we're not all up and down at the same time. So we help each other, right? To get uh, alone, we can survive, but together we can thrive. That's how Mother Nature made us. Some we have strengths and weaknesses, and it's the nature of of being a human being. So, but Republicans, I've said it forever, that get, asking for help takes courage. A courage they don't, because it, you have to, you know, I mean, well, you have to um, humble yourself, I suppose, especially when you're given, when you're, when Republican, you're living in a country where you're on your own, bud, 
and then you have right wingers and all their they, their fantasies about uh, rugged individual and all this other bullshit, and it, it's asking for help, I suppose, is um, well, it's all part of the indoctrination of uh, of the uh, the autocrat, where they, I guess, they don't want you to think that anybody else. You, can help. I don't know what. It, yeah, I guess that's what it is because they really ultimately is it about. It's about keeping people divided and uh, ensuring that the rich can continue to get richer, and you will just uh, pray to Jesus and um, you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps and uh, hate hate uh, whoever they tell you to hate. But getting help, they really do need help. I've said it all the time. If only Republicans would get the help they desperately need, the world would be a better place. They would stop inflicting their manias outwards. And and yet again, I mean, perjury trader green. She's she's another one. They're all fucked up. Who they they who who is free? Right? They like Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Bobert walking around with an assault weapon. They want to bring assault weapons into the into the Congress, and they call themselves free. Now I gotta wonder where the fuck they live. Where do you think you live? Is this the Walking Dead times? I mean, because if anything, if you need your gun so badly all the time, where do you? Who are your neighbors? Where are you living? This ain't Mad Max, bitch. But that's what they want to turn it into, I suppose. You know, everybody see that's the kind of country they want they want this country to be. They want us to all have our little armed camps and everyone hate each other. They they everything is uh, you know, cuz that's all they got. Yeah, they got they they as we say everything is either a projection or a confession and they inflict their manias outward because they hate themselves you know as the world keeps evolving without them it's very upsetting to republicans that's why they're like oh uh, you know not just slow down they want to transform it into a society that you know we left behind not just a hundred years ago you're talking about like the the damn dark ages and it's right play dave on the chat they want to intimidate people that's what it is that's why they're walking around with the friggin uh ar-15 pins the disc the filth that they are it's uh they that's an intimidation tactic So, yeah, what is that supposed to say to your colleagues? So you can't have a debate and uh you 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 might you might get shot. Better not challenge them or something. Obama's presidency. Okay, but let's keep going. Let's keep talking about whatever happened. Yes, I do believe he is a Muslim. And yes, Valerie Jarrett is too, and she's a big issue too. According to Q, now I'm saying according to Q, again, I don't have any proof of this, but I'm, we're talking about who is Q, so I'm going to tell you what he says. According to him, many wow. in our government are actively worshiping Satan. 
or they call Moloch. MS You're fucking Satan. You're Satan. You understand perjury? You and your filth are Satan. Didn't they say, didn't the, doesn't the Bible say Satan's going to come in disguise? Well, uh, I think you're Satan. The one who cries Satan is Satan. That's how you know Satan, because they're always saying, hey, you're Satan. And you're like, no, no, no. Um, I think you are. You're the Satan. Just like it's like a closet case. It's like they it's like the patriotic bullshit they have to wear all the stars and eagles because they hate America. They don't want anybody catching on. They don't want that the stars and the eagles and all that red, white, and blue of fashion abortions. It's to keep people off the the case. They say, "Oh, I love America." No, honey, you are confused by America. You hate America. You hate e pluribus unum. You hate the nation of immigrants. You hate the democracy that this country and that the founders fought a revolution to create. You hate it. So take your stars and go to a shrink before you spend another one of your wasted life, another day in this wasted, useless life of yours, making the world worse. That's who they are. They just make the world worse than what what they found it. How are they making it better? They're not. How do I don't? Uh, it's so baffling to me. I I often I think how do they sleep at night? How do they look themselves in the mirror with those fucking AR fifteen pins? Hold on, I'll be right back. everyone under Obama came MS 13 there's a lot to that you and have to 13, understand there's they have very 13 has 13 well, a one and a three and a three has three little dots and then when you go take those dots and you turn it around it's M three one two three dot four you see and what Q says is that Anyone who has breadcrumbs will stick those dots into four positions. And when the four positions are in line with the circumference of the sun, only on a certain day, the fourth month, the fourth day, in three dots, what also has three dots? Three dots on a phone, right? Where you see where it says you want to get a little bit deeper information. You hit the three dots. Then you're in the settings. Then you're in the, uh, you get to see if they're going to track you or not. Right? It's just, it's so clear. If you follow the clues... One, two, three, A, B, C. And then you have one, two, three, Obama, Biden, Hunter Biden, one, two, three. 
I could see it. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying I believe in it. It's just there for all right there. And he's a patriot. And anybody who knows anything knows. They know. They know how to decipher these clues. They call them breadcrumbs. And what else is a crumb? Crumbs are on all kinds of things like crummy, uh, well, I like crumble, cherry pie crumbles. And I also like coffee cake crumbles. Crumbles are good. Every Who doesn't like a good crumble? That's why Q hides them in the crumbles. And when we get together, all the crumbles, they it's called a crumble. That's what Q likes to call it. That makes as much sense as I mean, you could go there. You could do that all night, really. Bread crumbs, bing crumbs, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. And what is it? When you look at your MRI, you see a brain. And then you see MRI, one, two, three breadcrumbs. Just like it was earlier, three connecting three. And there you go. I know. Right? Very good. They had very good relationships with MS-13. MS-13 was basically like... I'm smart. They were the, kind of the henchmen of the Obama administration. Yes. They did a henchmen. lot of the dirty work. Yes. Seth Ritt. Oh, they were like the Praetorian Guard. But she doesn't know what the fuck that is. Uh, it was... Um, MS-13, a lot of these buzzwords that they threw out all the time, you know, well, not that MS-13, MS-13 is an actual gang, but, you know, it's like, they're not, um, they have nothing to do with anything. It's like a mad libs of current events. They put that, they mosh it up in their brain, spew it out. Unfortunately, they, it's like an anchor around our national necks. Yes, right, Jim, on the chat. I'm just asking questions here. Seth Rich was murdered by two MS-13 gang members. Really? That's what I mean by dirty work, okay? There's a once-in-a-lifetime wow. opportunity to take... That bitch is on the Homeland Security Committee. Anybody who vote, Anybody voted for her? Shame on you. You should be embarrassed... Anybody who votes Republican, you should be embarrassed. Shame on you. You voted for this. Oh, no, I'm a fiscal. Tough shit. You're not a fiscal. I just believe in the fiscal policies of what? Making the rich richer? We are, we've been doing that since Reagan trickled on our legs and told us it was raining. Give us a break here. I believe in fiscal. I'm socially liberal, but fiscally conservative. What the fuck does that mean? That means what? You, you like, you, no taxes on the rich. And what else? Oh, everybody, everybody else can go fuck off? I guess that's it. Well, you know what that means. I'll, I can crack that code. That means that government 
like Goldilocks, government is just right. The size of government is just right. Only in the ways it serves the white people. You see? And what they, what they perceive serves them. You see what I mean? If, if, it, if government ever, ever helps anybody that isn't them, then that is a too big government. That is a big, big government that must be stopped. These people are unfit. They're unfit to lead a drunken conga line, much less hold leadership positions in a modern nation. Prove me wrong. I wish I was wrong. I wish we could have a show where we're talking about cats and, uh, you know, having rational political discourse. Well, I believe in high ta- low taxes on the rich. Well, why? Why? Why do you do? Why? What, what, what is it about low taxes, no regulation? That's it. That used to be conservatism, right? Or at least that's what we were told. But they've always been up to their dirty tricks. Nixon, right? I mean, all of them. All of these Republicans in, this, in the 20th century and into this century. The last legitimately elected Republican president is Eisenhower, and he wasn't a filthy fascist. He fought fascism. But he wouldn't be a Republican today, that's for sure. He was for socialist security. In fact, they boasted in the Republican platform in Eisenhower's day about how they had expanded socialist security and how they had added to the unemployment rolls. They had opened it up. So it covered more people. <sighs> Fucking Baxters. Take this global cable of Satan worshiping pedophiles out. And I think we have the president to do it. And so I'm very excited about that. I'm very Hillary excited. decides to. I'm very excited about getting rid of these global worship, global Satan worshipers, pedophiles. I'm so excited. Who wouldn't be excited? This, that, it, but it doesn't exist. Like the rest of the fucking shit we've been dealing with. You know what I mean? This is why we can't ever get anywhere in this country. Where we're going backwards with these albatrosses hanging around our national necks. Because th- we can't actually have a, a conversation based in reality. We're, we're always saying, no, I'm sorry. There, there's no Satan-worshipping pedophiles. In, in, uh, that's not what we're doing here. You see how sick they are? The reason they, it's because, you know, they have nothing to offer and that they know that they have nothing to offer and that the American people actually want what we're trying to do. And it's not about being a Democrat or a Republican. We're just trying to make a more perfect union. We're moving, we're trying to move forward into, uh, into this century. We're trying to have a country worthy of us. You know, that's the point. That's why people died for this thing. And we can't, how can we get that, get, get there if we're, we're constantly dealing with these cuckoos and their filthy manias? We can't even have a rational conversation because we don't live in the same world. They live on uh, in a clown show, in a nightmare clown show. 
where Ashley Babbitt is some kind of martyr and not some freak who, f- who also fell down a Q-hole, some, some cr- angry, crazy bitch who was deeply disturbed. And that's one of the, that, that is the common denominator with Republicans, especially maggots. You ha- they, have to, they have to be deeply disturbed. That's why it attracts them. You know, the Nazis don't attract the best, the brightest and the best. This is the same, same thing with the Republicans. You're not attracting the, the upper echelon of uh, civilization. They're sick. Um, launch her political career. It's time for her to enter because, you know, she's being lined up. She's the next one in place, the deep state. They choose who their um, candidates are. They choose who they want to put in place. So yes. she becomes senator um, in New York City. And, yes, I could dive into uh, Kennedy getting killed in the plane crash because mm-hmm. isn't it interesting that he had announced he was going to run wow. for Senate just before he died in a mysterious plane crash. Wow. But anyway, so... Isn't That's another weird? one of those. Another, um, another one of those things. Clinton murders, right? These are interesting things to look at. And so I wanted to talk to you about them. I'm not presenting them that they're fact, but I am presenting them that I'm hoping they're facts. I'm hoping they're fact. Look at that face. <laughs> like the fucking cat who ate the canary. I'm hoping they're facts. Now she's sitting on the Homeland Security Committee. And oh, we played this the other and day. And I want to ask you a very quick question about Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was removed from all congressional committees in 2021. Now she will sit on Homeland Security and the oversight in the new Congress. She doubted 9-11. She doubted a plane hit the Pentagon. She later apologized for that, but she said that in 2018. Should she be on that committee? You were on that committee. I chaired the committee. I, there were, you know, these conspiracy theories that people go down, I disagree with this. I'm having to debunk this. This one was the worst violation. Uh, 9-11 was not a hoax. It was a carried out by Al-Qaeda. There's no question in my Should mind. Should she be on the committee? Well, and anybody that says that, I, you know, look, this is 2018. I will tell you, she has matured. I think she is. She realizes she doesn't know everything and she wants to learn and become, I think, more of a team player. I think it's incumbent upon more senior members to try. Look, she's a member of Congress to try to bring her in uh, and try to educate her that these theories that she has are not accurate. Would you rather have seen a different? Incredible. Right. It's like it's like some kind of fascist daycare center. The house. Right. Not the people's house. It's some. It's some kind of Nazi nursery. Meh, meh. Uh, I've matured. I no longer think what that Democrats are Satan worshiping pedophiles. I doubt that. If you ask her directly, she's a fucking kook. She has no business being any. She wants to be vice president too now. But they all. You know what they all need. They need to go. And fuck off and get the help that they that they are so crying for. It's obvious. They're, they're not saying, hey, help me, I need help. But they're screaming it. They're screaming it. We, I hear them loud and clear, and I've said it forever, that Republicans, please, just get the help you need and stop inflicting your, your shit on the world. 
you're sick, you are, I mean, and, and, and it really is sad when you think about it because, you know, as we talk about on the show, we're only here for the short period of time that we share this blip of time together, the slice of what that's whatever, whatever this is, life, we're only here for a blink. And they are wasting it. Being, you know, just being horrible people. Horrible, angry, ugly people. Ugh, like Ashley Babbitt. Now, this is what we're going to have to endure. I, I'm sure you've seen it, the... um some of the clips that have been coming out of the house. Every time you mention January 6th now with these newly emboldened uh, filth, the fascist filth in the the Republican part, they bring up Ashley Babbitt. Like when Ashley Babbitt was murdered, they keep saying she was murdered. She wasn't murdered. She was in the act of domestic terrorism. She was killed by Trump. Trump killed that bitch. And Ashley Babbitt is, uh, she is the Hearst vessel of the Republican Party. And uh, for those who don't know, you know, Hearst vessel was same, kind of the same. You know, he was an early adopter of the Nazi ideology in, uh, in uh, Nazi Germany. He was killed. Um, and uh, was he killed during the putsch? Or no, I think he was killed in a bar fight with communists. But they turned it into a, um, you know, they made him a martyr. And um, he, then this is what they're trying to do with Ashley Babbitt. There, there's so many similarities with this fascist movement in the United States and their precursors in um, Nazi Germany. But Ashley Babbitt was a very sick woman. Um, who, like in, in many ways, like Perjury Trader Green, she, if you go through her social media history, she was not in any way political until kind of the same, where she fell down a cue hole. And uh, then she was on almost entirely unbearable. Um, I just read a story about her that was published before, I mean, right after the, um, the insurrection, which in which she was killed, <clears throat> where, so her, they, her family bought this pool company, like a, a pool maintenance company from, from, uh, you know, another, a guy who owned it and the guy was retiring and Ashley Babbitt, let me see if I can find it. Uh, she she had a habit of uh, not... She could not control herself. This is one of the hallmarks of being a, a maggot. And um, she couldn't control herself. And she, she was on the phone with a customer who um, ended up pulling his business from her company because she, she, she just didn't know how to behave they she started cursing at him yelling at him about you know all of this bullshit like satan worshiping pedophiles and things like that let's see 
And but not just that, that's only one of the stories uh, where um, about her her past before she ended up dead by her by being a domestic terrorist. But she also was stalking her boyfriend. uh, I guess was it her husband was? Yes. Then she got married to this guy. But the ex-girlfriend of her husband, she was stalking this woman where she also ran the woman off the road in her truck. So let's see, Norris, let's see. The first time Celeste Norris laid eyes on Ashley Babbitt, the future insurrectionist, had just rammed her vehicle three times with an SUV and was pounding on the window, challenging her to a fistfight. Norris said the bad blood between them began in 2015 when Babbitt engaged in a months-long extramarital affair with Norris's longtime live-in boyfriend. That sounds like uh, perjury trader Green, right? The serial adulterer. When she learned of this relationship, Norris called Babbitt's husband. Oh, no. Okay. I'm getting it. It's even worse. Uh, Norris called. She was cheating on her husband and told him she was cheating. She pulls up yelling and screaming, Norris said in an exclusive interview with the AP. Um, the, the road rage incident took place on July 29th, 2016. It took me a good 30 seconds to figure out who she was, just sort of expletives telling me to get out of the car and that she was going to beat my ass. Terrified and confused, Norris dialed 911 and waited for law enforcement. Babbitt was later charged with numerous misdemeanors. The attack on the on Norris is an example of erratic and sometimes threatening behavior of by Barrett Babbitt, excuse me, who was shot by police at the um, while at the vanguard of the January sixth riot. Okay, and Trump and his supporters have sought to portray her as a righteous martyr, unjustly killed. Now you know you see what it doesn't matter. You know she's filth, whatever she was. You know, she should have complied. Why didn't she just comply? Like every other, uh, when somebody with darker pigment gets killed by a cop. Why didn't she just comply? All right, we're back. We're back. Unapologetic liberal talk. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash devil And join us in the chat room right now. YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster and uh, support Tarabuster sponsors like APS Radio News, all of these. And uh, yeah, I got more stuff for you to do. Don't worry. Let's see. Uh, on social media, Babbitt I- identified herself as a libertarian. Yeah, right. They all do, right? Her posts included videos of profane rants against Democrats, COVID 19 mask mandates, and immigration. Her Twitter account, which was taken down after her death, was rife with references to the QAnon conspiracy theory, which was sort of like uh, pe- like perjury trader green. Yeah, I mean, these are not normal people. They're not nice people. They're, they are fucked up. Who acts like that? A grown woman rams her, her car into somebody else's car runs this is a grown ass woman jumps out of the car bangs on the person's hood of the car in the window and threatens them to a fist fight in the middle of the fucking street now is that does that sound like a normal person to you does that sound like somebody who is uh leading a successful life 
Is that, does that sound like somebody who, you know, uh, is not susceptible to uh, all kinds of bullshit? There's, there's something wrong with them. And in keeping with that, let's talk about Alex Jones. This is the good news story of the week. And it is, it's a bit of schadenfreude, but it's also a bit of, I told you so, too. Because I've been saying it for years. Republicans, if only they got the help they desperately need, the world would be a better place. But not only that, they would be, they would feel better. You know, maybe they wouldn't be Republicans. But uh, we've talked about it before with Alex Jones. I remember we were playing one of his clips. He was going on about trans people, and it, and it hit me. This guy's trans. He's in the closet of some, in some form or another. Either he's trans, he's gay, uh, he's definitely bi in one, at least, in the very least. If that, I'm sure he's, I'm sure it's more than that, though. Okay, because his all of these text messages that came out reveal what a sick and suffering scumbag he is. And no, it doesn't matter. All the money in the world won't make you feel like you want to live if you're sick. He's a disgusting parasite. He needs long-term treatment. He should go into long-term treatment if he wanted to have a life. But I guess, you know, that takes courage. So he wouldn't do it. Changing would take courage. You know, these people, it's like, uh, you know, um, what's the guy's name? You know, Lee Atwater, who, in, who got brain cancer in his early 40s. And after spending a lifetime, his, well, his short lifetime, being a Republican operative and inflicting pain and discord on the country, he spent the last months of his life calling up the victims of his attacks and apologizing for all the harm he, he did to them and all the harm he did to the country. But I, I don't see Republicans like Alex Jones having that much insight to themselves. And if they were struck by a death, deadly illness, would they take a minute to look at their life, to take that inventory of themselves? Would they have the courage to change? I doubt it. So um, this is from the Daily Beast. Justin Barragona writes that the Southern Poverty Law Center's Hate Watch released a tranche of far-right conspiracist Alex Jones's text messages, seemingly corroborating previous reportings that the InfoWars founder hired an ex-Blackwater mercenary to spy on his wife. Not, and if, you know, for somebody who is so um, all in tune about being in the deep state and being spied on, and he certainly does a lot of spying on other people, like that uh, goddamn Chinese balloon. <laughs> and if you ask me, the Chinese balloon—it's blown way out of proportion. But um, bum. You get it? I think this is blown out of proportion here. All right. It's a lot of hot air, that balloon. Okay. Um, the previously private texts, which have 
become public largely due to Jones's lawyer's own ineptitude also highlight the increasing levels of despair, paranoia, and misery that the January 6th insurrectionist found himself in just before helping stoke the Capitol riots. I am in hell, Jones text- texted his wife, Erica Wolf Jones, and at one point. There's been a widespread there's been widespread speculation about the content of these 22,000 plus messages which span much of 2019 and 2020 after Jones's legal team accidentally sent them to the lawyers representing Sandy Hook parents in a defamation case. The January 6th House Committee soon received those texts and Fox News Tucker Carlson became deeply concerned that his exchanges with Jones would leak. Yeah, well, because you're a piece of dirt, right? That's what it is. What do you, what do you care? I thought you'd be talking about Jesus, right? And your family, and all your family values, and all you, how much you love America and shit. While Carson's text with the Sandy Hook truther eventually became public and failed to embarrass the Fox star, well, it's hard to embarrass somebody without shame. The messages published on Wednesday provide a snapshot into Jones's everyday personal and professional life. More than anything, they seem to punctuate how miserable Jones appears to be. In at least two separate instances in 2020, the texts reveal that Jones arranged for his wife's whereabouts to be tracked by one of his security employees, former Austin Police Department officer and Blackwater mercenary Tim Enlow. As Jones was attempting to catch his wife cheating on him, however, texts reveal, listen to this, this is so typical, that the host appeared to be simultaneously carrying on an extramarital affair of his own. So he was in the middle of an affair with his his, the person he was committing adultery with, and he's texting the Blackwater mercenary dude to find out the whereabouts of his wife because she he was afraid she was cheating on him. These people are sick. Don't you get it, guys? They hate themselves. They hate America. They just hate. They're sick. They are very, and, and Alex Jones, he's also an active alcoholic, as you could tell. I mean, I didn't have, that's nothing, you know, I'm not saying anything you couldn't just see on his face. He's a very sick person, like, like Donald Trump Jr., like all of them. They're all fucked up. I would, you would think, right, you know, um, if you love Jesus so much, and you're, you, you, you're, you're motivated by love. Why are you so tormented? You don't see this happening to liberals. Not that liberals aren't tormented in different ways. Like we don't have problems, but I don't get tormented by trying to lobby and advocate for universal health care. And in fact, it's what we're talking about all the time. I, I'm not trying to hurt these fucking filthy bastards. I want them to get help. I'm not, you know, you don't see liberals on their deathbed 
calling people up and saying, I'm so sorry for all the harm I did. Because it's not, it it never happened. There's no need to do that. Because when liberals work to make a more perfect union, people have health care. People get, you know, a lifeline. That's what we fight for. We fight for you decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Doesn't mean you don't make mistakes along the way. Nobody's perfect. But there's no targeting of, you know, I mean, when, even when you think about like the KKK groups, you know, targeting minority groups, like the, these fucking racist groups, you don't see liberals saying uh, whatever, you know, go, they say, go burn your fucking crosses in the woods. Just leave us alone. You know, for, but, but what, do, what do the fascists do? They're up your ass. They're in your doctor's office. They're in your home. They're in your private decisions. They're in your legal contracts. They're, te- they're in your library telling you what to read. Hold on. We'll be right back. All right. Here we go. We're reading Alex Jones's about well reading about his misery which is our good news story of the week uh, as jones was attempted to catch his wife cheating on him however texts reveal that the info info war host was simultaneously carrying on an affair okay on the days he texted enlo for information about his wife's location while in- incessantly demanding erica return his messages she was ignoring him as you do when with nuts He was also arranging meetings with another married woman. Please run me a bath. He tells the unnamed woman at one point. Three hours later, he asks Enlo to provide updates on his spouse once again. Several times throughout the messages, Erica recommends divorce to the MAGA conspiracy theory, prompting Jones to describe his life as being in hell. She's like, I want a divorce, you you filthy, overgrown, overstuffed, alcoholic man-child. And he's like, I'm in hell. Pull the sympathy card. So if you're in hell, honey, that's, you know, uh, you're on your own. I mean, you don't get to take everybody with you to hell. You want help? That's another story. But if you don't want help, you can go to hell alone and stay there. In another exchange, Jones tells his father that he is living within a black hole. That's awesome. On Christmas Eve in 2021, Erica was arrested on domestic violence charges for allegedly striking Jones over 20 times. According to the former Infowar employees who spoke with Hate Watch, Jones spent much spends much of his workday in various stages of intoxication. I would see him start drinking as soon as he got to the office, which would sometimes be at nine or ten in the morning. One ex-staffer said, "What staffer? Staffer? Where did that come from?" While another noted that nine out of ten times there would be vodka in the cup that Jones carried around the office. Please get vodka, 
Jones told his personal trainer in a morning text two days after he was arrested for suspicion of driving under the influence. According to Hate Watch, Jones did not respond to their reports, I mean, to their reporters' requests for comment. He did not immediately respond to the Daily Beast's request for comment, and the reporter's email was apparently rejected as spam by the InfoWars um, account because Alex Jones is a coward who takes no accountability and doesn't want to be questioned like all the rest of the maggots. Jones, who's long decried, here we go, pornography to his viewers as a plot to end the family and reproduction, also regularly texted links to hardcore porn films to his associates. Because that's what you do when you're a maggot. Jones also sent a naked picture of his wife to a political trickster and to Roger Stone. It's meant to destroy families, destroy relationships. It destroys the pleasure of real sex, Jones, uh, Jones said. Like he's got pleasure and real sex? Oh, my God. That same day, he texted a porn hub, a porn hub link to a contact. And apparently the porn that he was really into is all... Um, it's it's like, um, you know, a lot of men having sex with a woman. And um, that's, you know, they've done some stuff. I mean, it's because he likes to see dicks. That's what it's about. He's, he don't care. The woman is incidental. He wants some uh, swinging dicks. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> It's incredible. But what did I say? You know, all the time. I hate being right. I do. I want to be wrongs. Uh, uh, wrongs. I want wrongs about all the rights. I want, I wish I was wrong. I wish they would, you know, I would be pleasantly surprised. Let me see. Jones, well, let me say, here we go, here we go. Here's some more porn stuff with him. He says, it's one thing if you like to look at a playboy and it's a beautiful woman and you just admire her scantily clad. That's actually, that excites you more about your wife. But it's not a woman degraded with 20 guys hammering on her like they're a beef tenderizer. That dehumanizes the woman. That dehumanizes the men. And every study shows it. Okay? But guess what, guys? What did I say? That's the kind of porn he wanted to see. That's the kind of porn he consumed. 20 guys on a woman, you know, Jones went on to say that the undefined nefarious actors pushed and legalized pornography as part of a plot to end the family, end reproduction, and the enjoyment of sex. Because you know Jones doesn't enjoy sex because he, he doesn't enjoy life. I'm not a porn guy, he said. I'm sorry, Jones told his Infowar audience on March 5th of 2019. 
once I've been in the real thing and you have a wife and you have children, it's all about life. It's all about love. Sure, that's why you're sending links of gangbangs to your fucking colleagues, to the people who work for you at that swill. That swill filth. Ugh. The poison. You see how much poison these people put into our society? They're so sick. And he makes, I, I mean, what was it when it came out in the Sandy Hook trial that he was bringing home, I don't know, $25 million a day or something from that site? And I'm over here saying, please become a patron? This country's fucking screwed. It really is. Jones shared links to porn, pornographic videos in the Texas hate what that te- and texts that hate watch reviewed. The videos he shared have titles that indicate that they contain the same hardcore content he derides. Many of the videos include words like cuckolding and hot slaves, along with a a variety of explicit sex acts featuring women having sex with multiple men. Earlier that same day, Jones hosted the anti-Semite E. Michael Jones on the Infowars show and derided Pornhub by name while sharing links the very same day. You see, it's all about working out their manias because they have no courage. They inflict them outwards. So he's there consuming porn like a little, ugh. and he's not, he's so sick uh, that I'm just trying to, I'm trying to process this. It's, uh, he's sharing them with his, the people who work for him. Because it's like a way, it's like him, it's as close as he can get to some kind of acceptance. So he's almost daring them to um, challenge him to get the fucking help he needs. Do you know what I mean? It's like a call for, it's like a cry for help. Who, Who acts like that? No normal person sends porn links to their colleagues. Well, I guess it depends on where you work, I suppose, but uh, yeah. Especially when you're, you, that very, the very same day that you're sending links, you're, you're, you're deriding the, the thing that you're doing as if you're above it. And that's what I mean. Another thing that I say, it's that it's too much work for Republicans. This is another example of that. To actually be a decent person, that takes work. It's so much easier just to say you're decent, you know, and deride the very thing of which you are guilty. And that's the Republican Party in a nutshell. Guys, this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. If you want to see the rest of the show, come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster or patreon.com slash taradevlin. We will win. 
We got more show. Don't worry. You stick around. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We will win. They know it. We're not on our deathbed begging for forgiveness because we're trying to help. My name is Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. Give the show a good review on iTunes. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. Unreal. I'm sorry. Terry Terrell says, my sister lives in maggot country and she hates it. I'm so sorry. I know. What's normal here in America? Normal? I don't know. My my camera just went pink again. All right. Well, this country's fucked up. I see, you know, earlier, I don't know if JD is still around. JD lives in England. A lucky bastard. You know, breaks my heart. I weep for us. I really do. Because, I don't know, a couple of things. All right, a few things. George Santos, just the latest in George Santos. Right before we went on the air, another... Well, he's a he's a dirtbag. He has balls, baby. Not, I mean, very tiny balls, but he, uh, he's got a. He just has no shame. He's like the rest of them. When they vote, the 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 filth voted to kick Elon Omar off her committees, and um, you know, they all said that it, 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 after the vote, some Republicans were um, reportedly said that it was the stupidest vote they ever took. And, you know, Kevin McCarthy's a dumb bastard because th- he just made Elon Omar a martyr. And that, yeah, okay, good. But um, the fact that George Santos voted for to remove her from the committee's makes it just says everything about the Republican Party, really. How they have they have no shame. They are uh, they're filth. And that George Santos I thought, see, when I heard that they were kicking Elon Omar off her committees and that all the Republicans had voted in lockstep, I thought about George Santos. I was like, even George Santos? And I thought to myself he must, you don't, because you don't have to get up there and make a speech, but who, he, he is shameless. So anyone with an ounce of shame and who is under federal investigation for campaign finance b- violations, numerous campaign finance irregularities for, and also under now under FBI investigation for the uh the 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 wire fraud he committed against the veteran that whose dog he killed and uh, you know the the sword of damocles is hanging over his head and it anyone who had a an ounce of shame would have if they had to vote they promised 
Kevin McCarthy that they would vote for this stupid bill. They would shut their filthy grifter mouth and vote, just vote for it. But he had to get up there and say something. And uh, here it is. Wait, wait. Mr. Speaker, today I rise to congratulate my colleagues on voting to remove Representative Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. The passage of H.R. 76 sends a strong message that we support Israel and the Jewish community. I urge the 118th Congress to now stand together, proudly upholding every single American, no matter race, pedigree, religion, nor creed, as any less American than their neighbor. That Jewish Americans are patriotic Americans, and that we all have a role in fighting bigotry and anti-Semitism in our country. We must make sure that the House of Representatives reflects such principles as a united body. I yield back. You son of a bitch. First, what is this shitty outfit? What is he wearing? Right? Is that Where's Waldo? That's Where's Waldo goes to Congress? That's what he looks like. Well, um, no shame in that guy's game because he's got no shame. There were a, a recent text, well, not recent, but there were, recently there were um, some Facebook posts revealed from Santos laughing about Hitler. Hi. He, he doesn't even know Hal, 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 right? He wrote, Hi, Hitler, Santos said, and LOL, 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 LOL. Somebody kill her, Santos said. Um, the Jews and blacks, mostly. LOL, LOL, Oh, isn't he a cut up? That's your, that's the rapier. That's the biting and, uh, that's the wit, the Republican wit. Nice to see you in the chat room, Shannon. Nice to see you. Look at my hair sticking up in the back. It's bothering me. It's bothering me. <clears throat> anyway, well, George Santos, I can't wait. See, when I watch that video, though, I just want to give you some good news, too, or some hope. And just, you know, he or and she who laughs last is the sweetest it will be the sweetest of laughter. I, I've, I've embellished that quote. <laughs> but once, when he has taken off the f house floor in handcuffs, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. And you know who's coming over here right now. I'm sure you saw him. Tara Jr. Jr. Hold on. But George Santos, what, right before we went on air, what was it? George Santos. He, there, another lie came out that he was, wait, hold on, hold on, that he uh, produced the Spider-Man musical. <laughs> <laughs> Reports emerge that the embattled New York congressman told donors that uh, he he was a producer. Well, just like he was in the Hannah Montana show, all these other things, when he did his own Wikipedia page, which was filled with fucking lies, and the first thing on, the, on his Wikipedia page that he himself wrote was that he was a drag queen. <laughs> that was probably when he was trying to be a drag queen, but he sucked, so... 
Just as it seems the well of bizarre stories of George Santos might have begun running dry, it was reported on Friday that the New York Republican congressman told potential donors that he was a producer of the notoriously ill-fated Spider-Man musical. Bloomberg News said that the lead producer, Michael Cole, denied Santos' involvement, saying that an an assistant, uh, saying, excuse me, through an assistant, that Santos wasn't a producer and that his name also never appeared in the playbills. (laughs) Santos and his lawyers did not immediately comment. Santos won the election in New York's 3rd District. Since then, he's been consumed by revelations about his largely made-up educational and professional resume, uh, including reports about his family history, uh, supposedly his supposed links to the Holocaust at 9-11, and his criminal behavior. He admitted embellishing his resume but denied wrongdoing and said that he would not resign from Congress because he's got no shame and he needs the money. That's what it's about. He needs, you know, the, what is it, $1,400, $14,000 a month? That's what he needs. He's, how many months has he been there? He's already received his for November, December, January. When do you start getting paid? When do you get, I guess you get sworn in in January. So he was, he needs that money, bitch. He got no shame. He's a fucking guy that stole checks from his mother's clients. He's a guy that robbed a veteran of the money to save the life of his service dog and killed the dog. The guy is, he's a sociopath. It's going to be good, though, when they take him away. Oh, yeah. It's coming, guys. It is coming. It's coming. Don't you, don't you, uh, don't worry about it. I know it sometimes seems like we never get any good news. But it it will happen. And the Republicans, you know, the other thing is that Two years, I know. It seems like it's such a long time. But, yeah, we'll get through it. And they will continue to dig themselves deeper and deeper into the cesspool. They're disgusting. All right, and, um, I mean, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is just how sick this fucked up country is. And, you know, J.D., You are very lucky. I wish my, you know, I always say grandma. uh, If my grandmother never left Ireland, I might, I would not sound like this. And I would have health care. I wouldn't have to worry about it, let's say. But worse than this, here's... I just wanted, there's another study came out. So more, all the time, studies how this country sucks. And we're getting worse. That's the other thing. Life expectancy is going down. And it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with the fact that this country's fucked up. Uh, Of course, we have no health care. 
And, well, we have health care for some. And it's the stupidest thing. The stupidest, you know, uh, policies to have health care tied to your job. Because if you're fucking sick, how can you work? Anyway, we've been saying this forever, but Republicans, because they hate America and they are nothing but pawns, well, not pawns, they're puppets of the rich who buy the politicians, who corrupt the government, who it's like a circle jerk of corruption to make sure it remains that way. And the on the backs of, of everyone, of the working people who... And the American people in general and Republicans um, throw in, instead of health care, we get um, we get um, meetups or uh, rallies against drag queen story hour. You see, that's the trade off. So we don't get to see a doctor. We might not be able to afford it. Right? Especially, that's why the the studies show consistently that we have the most expensive and uh, worst health care in all of the developed world. Well, here's another one. The U.S. spends the most on health care but has the worst outcomes F- among high-income countries, a new report finds. This is just came out. But well, it, this is... Report after report after report, decade after decade after decade. They say the same things. And still we keep getting the bullshit. This is why Republicans suck. You understand? They don't care. They don't want to. They're they're not trying to address problems. Because if they were, this would have been addressed a long time ago. They, They will distract from this. It's like school shootings. Like like when the Uvalde parents met with that Cancun cruise clown and he was like, "Oh, well, you know what we need? More guns in schools." Knowing that that is the bullshit answer, but it's also the acceptable answer from that the NRA really appreciates, even though it doesn't do anything except make the schools less safe. That we have report after report after study after study that shows that the more, the, the more armed schools become, uh, it, it, it doesn't do anything to stop a school massacre. None, nothing has no effect. In fact, the more guns are in this country, the worse it gets. And uh, just an aside, speaking of guns, I don't know if you saw another th- that that fucking freak Lauren Boebert, who who was only sitting there. Who are the five hundred assholes that voted for her? You know, we could have had a decent person in there. They could have had a decent representative instead of this clown, this murderous killer clown, Lauren Boebert, who's upset. She's literally upset that the United States, we, we only, we're 5% of the population, but we only have, of the world population, but we only have, uh, 
46% of the guns. Lauren Boebert thinks that's, that's a failure. And she wants to make it more. We need to have more guns. See how sick these people are? And it's, it's almost unbearable. It really is. But I want to remind everybody that we don't have the we don't have more sick people in this country we just have a very sick system that gives them power enough of the tyranny of the minority i'm sick of it i don't know about you not only am i sick of it the country is sick from it so um the United States spends more on health care than any other high-income country, but still has the lowest life expectancy at birth and the highest rate of, of people with multiple chronic diseases, according to a new report from the Commonwealth Fund, which is probably, it's a woke fund. I'm sure that will, that will be the new uh, be reason not to pay attention. The, even though it's an independent research group, they'll be like, oh, it's so woke. Anytime you criticize a Republican, like when they were shoving all these unqualified judges judges into lifetime positions and the American Bar Association came out saying, this guy's unqualified, this bitch is unqualified, that douchebag's unqualified, they were like, oh, the ABA is such a liberal organization. I wish. Oh, I hate them. Americans are living shorter. Here we go. In the report released on released Tuesday, uh, also says that compared with peer nations, the United States has the highest rates of death from avoidable or treatable causes and the highest maternal and infant death rates. Well, you know, we love babies. We love life here. So much life here in the United States of serfs and lords. We love life so much that our Republican representatives walk around with a fucking uh, AR-15 pin. They love it. They love all kinds of death. When they say death, though, they mean life. It's no wonder we're nuts. U.S. people, uh, where, where, blah, 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 U.S. people. People in the U.S. see doctors less often. That's because you don't have, you can't afford it. Who goes to the doctor? When you have to pay, you choose rent. You choose, can I afford this fucking, I told you guys, I worked with a guy who was from Ireland who came over here because he married some American, this poor sucker. They should have went back to Ireland. And he was like, got sick. He got sick. And he said, for the first time in my life, I thought, can I go to the doctor? Can I afford this? He said he would just go. If he was sick, he would go to the doctor. He, he didn't even think about it in Ireland. See, what's going on? Am I, am I sick? Am I really sick? Is this nothing? What is it? None of the bullshit that we, that we, all the the scary scare tactics they tell us. Oh, you have to wait. You gotta wait here too. If you got if you have a problem, you're going to the head of the line. That's how it works. 
There's no, the, oh, yeah, ration. There's no, ra there's rationing here. Death panels. There's fucking death panels. We've had death panels here for uh, f forever. We And it's called the for-profit healthcare system. That's your death panel that kicks you off when you're sick. Well, this is before the ACA. Still, we, we're the only country that has uh, the uniquely American medical bankruptcy. That's why people get die needlessly because they don't go to a doctor and then they have treatable diseases that get worse and by the time they go to the doctor because they can't they can't avoid it it's gotten to the point of no return and we also have no sick leave in the country so you can't take off because you won't get paid Oh, I hate this fucking, the hypocrisy here. That's what makes it worse. It would almost be, almost, not that it would be tolerable, but it would. I would have more respect for the filth if they simply said, you know, fuck off. We, we don't, you know, with all their, their bullshit about life and Jesus and patriotism, I would almost have more respect for them if they simply said, "No, we just we feel the rich should get richer. We we want we want those fat health insurance lobbyist checks. We need them." And after all, we got ours, right? You notice how the the House of Representatives, the Senate, they get health care for life. That's why George Santos wanted to be in the House. He said, uh, thankfully, it's you got to get you got to serve five years. So, hopefully, he'll be in prison by then. Well, then he'll get health care in prison. Not only is the U.S. the only country we studied that does not have universal health coverage, but its health system can seem designed to discourage people from using services," said the researchers at the Commonwealth Fund. Affordability remains the top reason why some Americans do not sign up for health coverage, while the high out-of-pocket costs lead nearly half of working-age adults to skip or delay getting needed care. Jesus, though. Jesus. Jesus is my health care. The researchers analyzed health statistics from international sources, including the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which tracks and reports data from health systems from 38 income, high-income countries. The data, this data was extracted in December, so it's relatively recent. The researchers examined how the U.S. measured against Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Japan, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, South Korea, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United, United Kingdom. They also compared the U.S. with the OECD average for the, high, for the 38 high-income countries. The data showed that in 2021 alone, the U.S. spent nearly twice as much as the average OECD country on healthcare, 
and health spending in the United States was three to four times higher than in South Korea, New Zealand, and Japan. Globally, healthcare spending has been increasing since the, the uh, not the 90s, the 80s, according to the report, driven mostly by advances, advancements in medical technologies, the rising costs of medical care, and the high demand for service. The U.S. has the highest rate of people with multiple chronic health conditions, um, the data showed, and the highest obesity rate in the world. Life expectancy at birth in the United States in 2020 was 77 years, three years less than the OECD average. And early data shows that life expectancy dropped even, even further in 2021, since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, more people died from coronavirus in the U.S. than any other high-income country. USA, 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 we're a party of life. We love life and babies and just don't have no abortions, bitches. That's how all the death, everywhere you look is death. Death, disease, disinterest. I got mine, sucker. You know, Joe Biden's giving the State of the Union address on Tuesday. It's I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, uh, well, he's, uh, he's not going to say that, but he should say, uh, he should bring this up. Uh, he wants to unify the country. You know how I feel about that. You unify the country by unifying the country. Everybody in, nobody out. Fuck you, Republicans, we don't leave people behind. Oh, you want to leave people behind, Republicans? What's, what's that about? That's not patriotism. We don't leave people on the battlefield of sickness. We don't leave them on the battlefield of, uh, of the battlefields. We don't leave them on the battlefield of sickness. We don't leave them on the battlefield of ignorance. You know, we're in this together. That's what Democrats need to start, you know, taking and running with unapologetically. We don't apologize for being patriotic. You don't apologize for being a human being. But there's no shame in that. But, you know, there should be shame in leaving people behind. That's how the Democrats have to do it. I don't know. You know, shame them. Name them and shame them. D Republicans aren't happy unless we are needlessly dying. They like the fact that the United States is, is the, uh, on the low, you know, uh, the, what, what is it? The worst, measurably worst health care in the developed world. They like that. They think that's okay because it makes a few people rich, but that's not okay. And we haven't, we had enough of this. And you know, the problem is it comes down to the, the, the same old, same old in this fucked up country, racism, racism. I got mine, Jack. Cause you know, all of these fuckers, they, would be on Medicare for all in an instant. 
they'd all be complaining about, you know, they'd all, well, you know what would happen. They'd all jump on Medicare for all. And then they'd, they, the Republicans would be positioning themselves as uh, the, the saviors of it. Like, like, uh, like Satan Reagan, you know, there's that, that old Reagan recording, how, what, you know, one of the things, um, they, uh, yeah, oh, I was saying earlier, I brought it up earlier. I wish I had it. I got to get this and keep it in my, my bag of tricks. But how, when Reagan cut that, that, um, that recording, it was a record that they sent out saying one day, oh, human, not humans, uh, you'll Americans, because <laughs> other humans have health care. Uh, Americans will look back and say, "Remember when we were free?" And when I was listening to this, not too long ago, I was listening to that Reagan recording to get my, because I guess I wasn't uh, disgusted enough one day, and he, the way it's the same old fucking same old the way they present things. They're like, of course, it's the fear mongering, uh, the fears of shit that never comes to fruition, of course. And he was saying, this is how they get you. Basically, I'm paraphrasing how they they all come in with this um, very noble, noble cause. Who among us doesn't want the elderly to have health care who would who is heartless enough to say that uh, elderly people shouldn't get health care you know that's how and isn't that the same argument they constantly rehash well of course it's all everyone believes in uh, you know getting fucking babies and puppies and shit and and they get you with the emotions this is what reagan was saying they 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 manipulate your emotions but you shouldn't have any emotions you see because that's your republican duty and it reminded me it really did remind me of the nazis once again because that's what they did i remember uh listening to something about the nazis you know i read a lot of or listen to a lot of books on tape and whatnot um historical stuff uh, about the nazis and uh, you know you know what i'm saying different um periods in history but especially that one uh, and the, it reminded me of, because, you know, the, the death camp, cause it was, it was Holocaust Remembrance Day, uh, not, what was it last week or this week? And, um, depending on when you're listening to the show, I guess. And so I was watching this documentary on the, the, on the death camps and, the de and as you probably know, the death camps were a they it didn't start out as a uh, that way as the the mechanism or the 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 um, industry of death. They the death camps arose out of the fact that the it was um, Himmler was concerned that the Nazis were, they would be upset. It was bothering the Nazis having to kill so many people because before the Holocaust in the death camps, there were, it was called the Holocaust by bullet. 
And they, so Himmler was concerned that his uh, Einsatzgruppen were, um, you know, they were having emotions. And so there were, there was one of the documentaries, whatever I was, I saw, they would talk about, uh, and this is an actual story that happened, where one of the Nazi officers, uh, Obens, Führer, Gruber, whatever the fuck, went over to Himmler or one of them and was and re- and relayed that they were feeling bad, that they were um, that he had to kill children, okay, that he was upset that it uh, he he was ashamed to tell him that he had he felt. Um, he started feeling weak. He said that he got weak in the knees, that he um, had to kill children, and he was feeling ashamed. That's why he was reporting on himself, and um, which is so fucked up, right? And so Himmler reassured him that don't worry, please don't get weak in the knees, you know, because you're doing what you're doing you're you're doing an act of love you see um the kids might be kids now but one day they'll grow up and they'll um we would we could it wouldn't be in our best interest to leave them alive so they would grow up and become uh you know uh if they would have to avenge all, you know, their parents and whatnot. So you're really doing a great favor for the fatherland by killing children. So I, it, it remind. I know it's not the same, but it, it it's the same mindset where you you're told. Well, the Republicans tell each other, yeah, they all they get in there with uh, you feeling bad. Don't feel bad about giving, you know, everybody wants old people to have health care, right? You know, nobody likes children being turned into, you know, mincemeat when they're in their school rooms and a nut job walks in with an AR-15. Nobody likes decapitated children, but, you know, we got bigger concerns and your love of of the fatherland should just uh, keep your eye on the prize there so if if a few old people need to die without health care you know think of the freedom um and that's it's the same mindset and you know because they can't help it so they're they are in this reagan recording discouraging or or talking about uh, Medicaid and rallying against Medicaid. I mean, think about that. They literally pressed LPs and sent them out all over the country because Medicaid, uh, the country was on the verge of passing Medicaid. And, you know, we can't have that. So they were literally discouraging, the using the argument that let's not, just, you know, don't have, don't have feelings. Yeah, think think bigger than that. You know, a few old people die, fuck them. We're talking about freedom here. We're talking about freedom. So, anyway, 
And that's why here today, as we continue on, even though we've made some progress with having more people on health insurance, doesn't necessarily mean you get health care. You know, we, we still leave millions out. And that's absolutely unacceptable. And I'm sure Biden in the State of the Union is going to bring up, well, you know, the millions more who have health care, but we still have millions left behind. We can't. That's not acceptable. So. All right. But in the meantime, remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're definitely on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy and humanity. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Maybe Republicans will join us one day, but not today. In the meantime, we stick together. We win. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. I will see you soon. All right. All right. What's going on in the chat? Let me see. What are you doing? Hmm. All right, guys. Congratulations, Winston. Yes, that's right. Terry Taylor on the chat. But we have access to health care. I'm so sick of that. Uh, affordable access. Affordable access. Here's my here's my affordable access. Fuckers. But that's what we'll hear in the State of the Union, I'm sure. Biden will tout. The millions more who have health care, but or health insurance, and um, I I hear you know to me it seems like such a glaring omission. That's not how it should be framed. They should instead of saying we pat ourselves on our back for that, it should be it is a disgrace that we still, that we're the only country that still leaves millions out without healthcare. That's how you frame it. Because framing it as we've had, you know, we, we have more people insured than ever before. That's great. That means good enough. You know, that's like Nancy Pelosi saying, we will, our For the People Act will reduce the numbers, uh, the amount of dark money in our system, not eliminate it. It's like, the, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. But that's the truth. That's how you have to frame it. We're the only country that we're, how many people have, I, th- I gotta get the right number here. How many Americans have no health insurance. 30 million. Yeah, I thought I was going to say 25, but it's 30. Why does it Biden? I mean, because that's the thing. If we really wanted to address the problem, Biden would would frame it like that. That we're the only country the only developed country that where 30 million of our citizens have no health care. How is that acceptable? And that's not patriotism. 
patriots, uh, the founders pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. Well, I think we have a patriotic duty to do the same. And we don't leave people behind. We don't leave them behind in sickness. E pluribus unum means we got you. We got you. We are in this together. That's how you frame it. We're patriots. They're, they're fautriots. Is that a word? No, they're not patriots. They hate America. All right. Well, we're not going to hear that. Okay, guys, guys, guys. I wonder what health insurance is like up in Canada. They got universal health care. They got health care. We're the only one who don't. That's right, Haiku. Sucks to be you, States of America. It's such a shame. That's why the Republicans hate America, you say. They hate because the promises are so inspiring. And it is, if we could actualize those promises, it, this would be an incredible nation. We can do incredible things. If, yeah. All right. You know it. I got to go. I'm getting depressed. I know. Little producer sleeping behind us. Junior? <laughs> Isn't he cute? He heard his name. Junior. Tara Junior. Hi, honey. So, yeah. And Sunday, it's very cold here. So next, I'll have, I'll have a report for you because we are trying to save another community cat named Honey who lives on the street. Looks just like Tara Jr. Jr. I have a suspicion he's friendly, so I'm going to try to trap him on Sunday. It's going to be amazingly cold out there. So I'm going to try to get him off the street. And uh, he already has a home if he's friendly. So I'll have some more... Um, reports about that. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat saying housekeeping, like, share, and subscribe. Comment on the video. Even if it's I hate commenting, it boosts the video in the algorithm. Exactly. Thank you. That's the thing. I feel like talk about shadow band. I know. I know we're shadow banned on Facebook. I know we're shadow banned on Twitter. All right. Listen, 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 listen. I got to go. I don't want to go, but I will. I'm just tired. Thank you again. Thank you, Jim and Richard and Mark and Colvert White Rabbit. I really don't know what I'd do without you. We will have a show this coming week, of course. If you can become a patron, please do. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That always puts me in a good mood. And yeah, reach out. We got a Discord page. If you are a supporter, remember you can get a mug. Uh, all you do is, um, and you're, if you're a patron. I got to fix that fucking patron page. It's, I know, I know. I keep saying it. So many things I have to do. It's like never ends. Um, that's why I asked become a patron or something so we can get, maybe get some help to do these things. I, I can't do it all. I got to sleep. Look at me. I'm tired. 
I'm looking very sleepy. All right. Love you all, my friends. And listen, listen. <laughs> I guess we won't have a show on Tuesday. Well, probably Wednesday. All right. We can discuss the State of the Union. Hello, Trucker John. Nice to see you. Trucker John has a show. Remember to subscribe to Trucker John's show, please. We support each other. All right, guys. I will see you very soon. <laughs>